This podcast is sponsored by Canoe Club. Canoe Club has been one of my favorite retailers for such a long time, so it's a real honor to have them, you know, sponsoring the pod. If you're unfamiliar with Canoe Club, it's a retailer based out of Boulder, Colorado that carries brands such as, you know, Engineer Garments, Visvim, Capital, Nanamika, Levi's, Orslo, you know, Friends of the Pod, Marnie, Solomon, and Popeye Magazine, and so much more. They have such an incredible assortment, you know, ranging from under-the-radar emerging brands to beloved heritage brands. I had the founder of Canoe Club, Timothy Grindle, on the podcast, which I'll have linked in the description if you're interested in learning more about the retailer. I'll also be showcasing some of my favorite pieces on the Fashion Collective Instagram, as well as in the weekly newsletter. very kind to offer a 15% discount code for all the Fashion Collective podcast listeners. Use code FashionCollective15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, it is FashionCollective15 to get 15% off your next order. The link to the site will be linked in the description for you guys to head over and check out the assortment. This week on the News Roundup, we get into Nanamika's Spring-Summer 23 collection, the recent interview with Rick Owens in O32C, and a lot of the movement we've been seeing in the market and in the industry overall come the end of this year. So quite a bit to get into, so let's just jump right into it. The first story of the week is from IC Mag, which is on the Spring-Summer 23 collection from Nanamika. Nanamika is one of my favorite brands due to its functional, thoughtful designs that are perfect for my style and living in New York City. So I was excited to hear that they had released imagery of the Spring-Summer 23 collection that will be hitting stores globally in the coming months. The collection is separated into four categories, heading to the office, home office wear, one ocean on lands, and anytime works. The premise of this is that the environments call for their own clothing that accounts for that. As we explore the categories further, the majority of the garments in the heading to office group feature some kind of water resistant technology which manifests in styles like the hooded cruiser jacket and 17 collar coat. For those adapting to a new work lifestyle, their focus will be shifted to home office wear that prioritizes comfort in and around the home by using Kodenchi fibers that maximize the body's natural warmth which has been used on part of the coach jacket and other styles such as tees and crewnecks, essentials for wearing around the house. Designed with a more natural feel for those who are more spontaneous, the One Ocean All Lands category features lightweight options such as shirting and dresses with oceanic prints. Lastly, Plus One focuses on the use of chino cloth and the weather cloth, which includes dress pants and a blouson for women, as well as the shirt jacket made using a denser weather cloth. On the whole though, the collection has been built around the usual suspects of outerwear, shirting, bottoms, knitwear, t-shirts, and sweatshirts, all of which play a fundamental role in our day-to-day wardrobes for both men and women. Some of our highlights include the iconic 3L 17 collar coat for seasonal protection, as well as the classics such as the alpha dry wide pants and the shirt jacket. 
Some styles are now available from Nanamika's online store. Excited to see these pieces in person at the Wooster location in the next couple of months. Next, we have the interview with Brenda Washer, aka Brenda Hashtag, conducted with Rick Owens. This was a great interview with Rick Owens that got into the years prior to all of the success and critical praise. It's full of crazy stories about his time getting his brand off the ground while coming up in Los Angeles. I don't want to give anything away if you haven't read the interview. I would just recommend checking it out if you haven't gotten a chance to. Lastly, I want to get into the, all of the movement we've been seeing in the tree industry. Do you all know we have seen a lot of movement with luxury houses in the last couple of months with some noteworthy updates this week? This week, it was announced that Antoine Arnault, the oldest son of French billionaire Bernard Arnault, is officially stepping in as CEO of Christian Dior SCE, the holding company through which the family controls luxury goods conglomerate LVMH. Antoine has been named both CEO and vice chairman and replaces the 71-year-old Sydney Toledano. The Christian Dior SCE brand merged with LVMH's wider portfolio in 2017 and reported identical revenue since selling its namesake to the larger group for 6.5 billion euros. The move for Antoine to succeed Teledano stirs additional speculations of success of the group. In a statement, Bernard thanked Teledano for the utmost professionalism he has always demonstrated while serving this mandate of trust. According to Reuters, Antoine's appointment comes after a change in the legal structure of the Arnold family's investment to ensure its control of LVMH. Besides his new role with Christian Dior SEE, and continued executive position at Berluti, Antoine will also remain the chairman of Laura Piana. Antoine's father and LVMH chairman and CEO, Bernard Arnault, 73 years old, has not yet publicly announced his successor to lead the sprawling fashion and luxury empire, though it's widely speculated that one of his five children would take over one day. This appointment adds to the ever-growing list of promotions and dismissals among some of the biggest names in luxury. Prada appointed Gianfranco Dantes to be CEO of the Prada brand, who will report to ex-Luxotica CEO Andrew Guerra, who has taken over the Prada group from Mutual Prada and Precisa Bertelli. It is expected that their son Lorenzo Bertelli will take over as CEO of the group in the next couple of years. With all of the other movements, such as Alessandra leaving Gucci and Ralph Simmons closing down his eponymous label, 2023 is shaping up to be an interesting year in fashion. That now concludes this episode of the Weekly News Roundup. To stay up to date on all episodes of the podcast, please follow us on Instagram at the Fashion Collective Podcast and subscribe to the show on your preferred streaming service. Thanks and see you on the next episode.